Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from our listeners. This week, I want to thank Kate, Susan, Katie, and Laura. Thank you so much for your support of the show. We couldn't do it without you. When you consider end-of-the-year giving, remember that independent artists like us don't have fundraising departments to help us stay strong. This show is powered by individuals like you. Links to donate are at thebittersweetlife.net or in the show notes. And if you become a monthly supporter, you'll get access to two bonus episodes a month, and perhaps even more fun, live virtual meetups, where you can even participate in the show or meet people like Tiffany's mom. Fun things like that. The next meetup is going to be in early January, so if you love the show, get on it. And one other thought, give the gift of this show to a friend, just by telling them about it. Podcasts grow when people talk about them. So, if you love it, tell people about it. On with the show. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. Well, this bittersweet moment is going to be much more sweet than bitter, because today I want to talk about Italian Christmas sweets and desserts. Now, if you know anything about Italian cuisine, you know that every region of Italy has its own particular cuisine. And what you're going to find in Naples is going to vary vastly from what you'll find in Milan or in Sicily or in Rome. And even though this country and the world has become so small with travel and communication, Italy has still maintained its strict regional cuisines particularly home cooking, you'll find, will vary a lot from place to place. Luckily, you can find pretty much all of these sweets in any major city in Italy, although you might not be able to find all of them outside of Italy. I know there are some amazing Italian bakeries and sweet shops in the United States and I'm sure elsewhere. So you're going to probably be able to find some of these outside of Italy, but some of them you might not, and you might not even have heard of before. But you can definitely try to make one of these things yourself if one of them sounds particularly good to you, uh, because I'm sure you'll find recipes for most, if not all, of these treats online. So without further ado, we're going to start at the top of the country and head south, uh, as many people do when they travel to Italy. So starting in Milan, we have probably the most famous and ubiquitous Italian Christmas dessert, and that is panettone. Panettone literally means little big bread or big little bread, and it's everywhere. You see these in supermarkets in Italy starting around mid-November, maybe even actually probably right after Halloween now. They're basically cakes, uh, but they're quite dry. They're more like a muffin consistency than a really a cake consistency, but they're way bigger than a muffin. If you can imagine a giant oversized muffin with a sort of a yellowish color to it, and it's got dried fruit and nuts in it. 
not exactly a fruit cake. It's definitely not that dense, but sort of all throughout it, you'll just get little like bits of candied ginger and raisins and orange peel, small nuts. And personally, I hate it. I think it's so awful. And I have no problem resisting panettone come Christmas. I will say that you can get vastly different levels of quality of panettone. The ones you can get in the supermarket can be as cheap as two or three euros. Whereas if you go to a specialty shop, they can cost upwards of 20 euros. So you'll definitely be able to find higher quality if it's something that you like. But uh, I feel like if you don't like panettone, you just don't like panettone. Heading on southward, we have Cremona, which is a city very near Milan, a small little medieval town. And that city is famous for Torrone. Torrone is another one of the most common types of Italian sweets that you'll find all over the country, but it is technically from Cremona and it's named after a medieval tower that perhaps still stands in that city or perhaps is gone. But Torrone literally means big tower. It's not a cake, it's actually a candy. And it's sold in long rectangular slabs that if you were to stand straight up would kind of be the shape of a tower, I suppose. And they are white inside, very hard and chewy. Some can go more towards the hard side and almost break your teeth. And other ones are are much more chewy, almost a taffy consistency. But they're very, very white. They're made of egg whites, honey, sugar, and various types of nuts. And it is supposed to have an Arab origin, although I don't have a specific location for that origin. I think Torroni is a bit of an acquired taste. It is extremely sweet. So if you don't like sweet, very sweet sweets, you probably won't like it. Sometimes you'll see it coated in chocolate. And to be honest, I prefer them. I think they're the best ones, the ones that are coated in chocolate, although they're not really traditional. Traditional torrone does not have chocolate in it. And since chocolate is so popular, so much popular than a hard white candy, you'll find oftentimes what they call torrone, which is actually just a long bar of chocolate with nuts in it. That is not torrone. It is kind of called torrone, but it is not the real thing. Heading southward next, we have in Verona, Pandoro. Pandoro is probably the second most popular Italian Christmas cake. And it is a little bit taller than a panettone. It's kind of like a bell shape. And it's also one of those cakes that you'll find in the supermarket sold in a box. And it's it's a little softer, a little bit lighter. It's more of the consistency almost of angel food cake, if you're familiar with that. And there's nothing inside of it, which is a positive point on my, in my opinion. And it comes with a little, pa- if you buy the one in the box at the supermarket, it comes with a little packet of powdered sugar. And what you're supposed to do is, it's also in a big plastic bag. You're supposed to open up the little packet of powdered sugar, pour it in the plastic bag along with the pandoro and shake it up. And that will coat the entire thing in powdered sugar. As I said, that comes from Verona. Next in Tuscany, we have the city of Siena. And Siena is actually famous for two traditional Christmas Italian sweets. And one of them are Ricciarelli cookies. They are, I'm going to say, my favorite Italian Christmas treat. They are sort of like a teardrop-shaped cookie. And they're made of almond paste, which is a very common base for Italian cookies. 
it's not just almond flour. It's really the almond paste that, of course, is chock full of sugar. So they're very sweet, but not quite as much as the torrone. And they might have little tiny chocolate chips in them. Maybe some of them will have little nuts in them. Oftentimes, though, I think they're just plain. And these are really, really delicious. If you can get them particularly at a fresh bakery. I think that the ones you get at the supermarket might not do them justice. Also famous in Siena is panforte. Panforte, which literally means strong bread, is kind of like a mixture between panettone and torrone, if that is even possible. It's probably the closest thing to what we, at least in Anglo-Saxon countries, would consider fruitcake. You know, it's extremely dense. It's, it's a round, very, very short cake. It's only maybe about an inch and a half high. It's chewy. It's nutty. It's extremely sugary. I think there are possibly fig paste in it and lots of nuts. And it's covered, absolutely covered in powdered sugar. It's probably the grossest thing that you can imagine. Um, I bought one once not knowing really what it was. I think I was going to uh, some people's house for Christmas and I, and I brought this thing along and it, it was just inedible. Um, but the only saving grace that it has is it is slightly spicy, sort of like cinnamony spice. So if you like that, you might like panforte, but I wouldn't pick it up if you've never had it. Now in Rome, our sort of traditional... Christmas treat is the panjalo, which literally means yellow bread. And this supposedly uh, can trace its origins all the way back to ancient Roman times. It was uh, supposedly distributed during the winter solstice to represent the t- return of the sun because it's round and it's yellow. It's, a, it's actually a barley flour cake filled with honey, almonds, hazelnuts, walnuts, pine nuts, and candied citron. So also pretty much a fruit cake. So actually I've never tried it, I have to say. As we go down to the south, that's when we really get the good stuff. As with the cuisine, in my opinion, the further south you go, the better Italian cuisine is. So in Naples, we have struffoli. And Naples is where my mother-in-law is from, and she makes struffoli every year. And I don't think I had ever had it until I had hers. And it's just absolutely wonderful. So struffoli basically consists of these tiny little balls of sweet dough. I mean tiny, like the size of the tip of your pinky is about how big they are. And I think she uh, she rolls the dough out in sort of like long fat noodle shapes and then just cuts them to make this sort of uh, shape, uh, these little tiny balls. And then they are deep fried Okay, the further you get to the south, the more common your sweets are going to be deep fried. And uh, so they're deep fried and then they're coated in honey and covered with sprinkles, like multicolored sprinkles and little bits of candied fruit. Just a few here and there. So if you don't like candied fruit, you can sort of avoid them. But they are just so decadent and so wonderful. And so basically, they're just arranged in a ring, usually. That's how my mother-in-law does it. She just arranges them in a ring, and they sit sort of on a plate, and you just get a spoon, and you spoon them onto your plate and eat however many you want. In Bari, which is in the heel of the boot of Italy, is the famous cartellate. Not actually that common. I have seen them in bakeries, but I, I don't think I've ever had any. They're kind of like mini pies. They're about the size of a cupcake, more or less, maybe a tiny bit bigger, but they're not 
made of any kind of cake. They're, they're made of a pastry dough, like a pie would be. And it's filled with a combination of cinnamon, honey, sugar, and cooked wine. And it is deep fried, of course. It's probably one of the most unusual and unique of all of these desserts. And uh, I would like to try them one day. Maybe I will try them this year. Last but not least, in Sicily, they have the buccellato. So the buccellato is a ring-shaped cake, which is made of pasta frolla. Uh, pasta frolla is a type of pastry dough that is very, very light, just sort of crumbles when you, when you eat it. It's filled, before you get too excited, it's filled with dried figs, orange peel, and chocolate chips. That, again, I think it's going to be, you really have to like dried figs. I personally love fresh figs, not so into the dried figs. So um, I actually haven't ever tried buccellato myself. So wow, there's a lot of on this list that I have not even tried. So I'm going to make it my goal to try at least one of these Christmas, Italian Christmas sweets that I have never tried before this year. And I think I'm going to go for the cartellate. So I hope you enjoyed this little roundup of Italian Christmas desserts. And I will include a few links in our show notes to some of Rome's most favorite bakeries. So if you are, if you happen to be in Rome, you can go and pick some of these up. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Join us again. Support the show by wearing a Bittersweet Life t-shirt or socks or even a Bittersweet Life face mask. We have merch and you might find your new favorite mug by visiting thebittersweetlife.net. Click on support to explore the merch catalog and have fun. 